It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. I'm Jamie Carragher, and you are listening to the Cop Eye Podcast. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to the Cop Eye Podcast and another episode of On This Day. I started, I had a good run with these, but um, yeah, when you go back to work, it's quite hard to to keep to keep doing them. Uh, but yeah, on this day, twenty eighth of July. So we're going to just go through a couple of the bits that happened on this day. But before we get into it all, I'm joined by Christian. As well, I was going to say as usual, but he hasn't been on for a, for, a, for a bit. But he's back. How are we doing, lad? I'm good. Uh, still on holidays. I've said that every time now uh, lately when I've been on. Uh, but it's only l- next week and then I'm back at work again and all the routines in the daily life. But uh, yeah, I'm all good. So looking forward to this show. I, I like the initiative of it. So just go through what happened. And like you said, it's hard to do every day, but we try to do it as much as we can whenever we find something that is interesting. So yeah, let's go. Yeah, I think the one the, there was one the other day where I was like, Shall I do it? And it turned out um, only David and Gog signed. I was like, well, we're not we're not missing that much on that day, are we? To be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's let's get stuff into. It. There's, there's a birthday. There's two transfers to the club as well as as well as a special goal that we'll we'll end with. Uh, so we'll go straight to the birthday, which is um, it would have been Ray Kennedy's seventy second birthday today, of course. Uh, Liverpool uh, legend, born in 1951. Uh, yeah, signed from Arsenal. Bob Paisley converted them into a left-sided midfielder following his club record 180,000 arrival um, as Bill Shankly's last signing in July 1974. He went on to win six league titles, three European Cups, a UEFA Cup, 
Super Cup, League Cup, and three charity shields before joining John Toshak's, to, John Toshak's Swansea in January of 1982. Um, just a few stats about about Ray. Um, so we've got total games 393, 72 goals, and 55 assists. Yeah, one of those that, in terms of, I mean, you can say about loads of players, but he's definitely one that you would categorise as a proper Liverpool legend for for the amount of time he was at the club, the, the, who he played under and the stuff that he won is just ridiculous, isn't it, really? How, how good he was and how good that team was. Yeah, you know, that's the thing, like we mentioned before we started, obviously we weren't alive <laughs> at that time, but what you've seen from, you know, on TV, watching documentaries or shows like LFC TV or whatever, or YouTube and clips and stuff on internet, you know, you're always seeing um, all them legends who played in the in the teams of the late 60s and the 70s and 80s, and you, 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 you know, you learn uh, from there how good they were, and then you you know, read on Twitter from other people who's, you know, w- who watch them live, who say, you know, how good they actually were. And many people compare them to uh, the footballers of today. Uh, but, you know, some people say, you know, you you would have had to be there to actually realise how good they were, uh, like example of King Kenny and stuff like that. But like you mentioned, he's a legend. He won loads of trophies for Liverpool and, you know, he played many games and scored, you know, many goals as, as well as a left side and midfielder. So, you know, um, happy heavenly birthday, uh, <laughs> I guess we're saying. So, you know, it's nice to mention all the legends when we have the chance you know who 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 was there and helped to make history of Liverpool Football Club yeah I think I mentioned before like it would be good just to have a little LFC time machine and go back and watch these players like every week and uh, be in the crowd and stuff like yeah and you see it on LFC TV it's rightly highlighted all these uh, amazing stuff that these teams did I always remember his iconic goal that won as our third European Cup which was just an amazing, an amazing finish, and yeah, to run over to the crowd and from a, a, quite an acute angle and just fired it in, um, yeah, just and I always it always makes me laugh when you look at like you see goals from that era because the celebrations are always the same. It's like run, run quickly, your arms in the air, Shearer style, I guess. Shearer carried it on into the nineties, <laughs> but run up, with, run away with your arms in the air, do a few jumps, maybe do a couple of fist pumps, and um, yeah. It's it, it's completely different, but you can see the emotion on his on his face, and um, yeah, a, an absolutely quality player who rightly goes down as a as a legend. So yeah, happy birthday or happy heavenly birthday to to Ray. Um, yeah, so let's move on to transfers in. So there's there's two. We'll go to the one a bit further back, which isn't that far back really. It's only fifteen years ago. Robbie Keane. So he signed on this day. Uh, in 2008 for 19 million from Spurs. Um, yeah, only made 28 appearances, got seven goals and five assists. Yeah, it was just that that whole thing was a bit mad, weren't it? Because I think when he came in and like the promise of like him coming in and linking up with Torres and um, having a partnership and obviously getting fed by Stevie, it was like, it was one of them that you thought would have went a lot better, but I just think he said since, and I saw an interview, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, from like last year or something, about Rafa maybe just not getting on with him well and he having, having some 
arguments with him about where he should be playing and Rafa's trying to put him out on the wing, left wing, and Robbie Keane's looking at him like, what are you doing? Like, And he, sh- he said something about like he, Rafa kept showing me tapes about making sure that I made the right movements in transition and or if there was space, I, was, I should be going into this space rather than this space. And then Robbie Keane said something like, well, show me the, the two clips where I scored two goals. And then he just apparently walked out of the room and, and left them there. Um, but yeah, at least he, he fought back and like had a bit of a discussion with Rafa about it. But it didn't really work out in the in the best way. Did it? No, uh, when you know when the news broke about him uh, going to Liverpool and that we actually signed him, I was happy. You know, because like like you said, fifteen years ago, two thousand eight. It's it, like you said as well. It, it it's it's not that long ago, but it starts to feel long ago when you look back on the plays played at. Uh, you know that era and you know how old we were and what we were doing in life at that time uh but i remember when he came and i was excited because obviously you know uh, a proven goal scorer for spurs uh still quite young you know he broke through in the i, I can't remember if it was the uh, the first division back then or in the premier league but i think you know started his career in Wolverhampton and went on to Coventry or the other way around. I can't remember. I think it was Wolverhampton, like a 16-year-old and very talented. So I remember him also going, you know, to uh, from there to Inter Milan and then he uh, played for Leeds, you know. So he's always this young, talented striker from Ireland that I really liked, even if he played for Spurs, you know, and made his name there and scored loads of goals. So when he came to Liverpool, I thought, you know, we have another goal scorer here together, like you said, with Fernando Torres and someone who can help to, you know, score them goals for us to winning uh, games and titles. So I was really excited, but it didn't turn out the way you were hoping. Obviously, he had a really bad spell at Liverpool and went back to Spurs after that. But, you know, he probably, like you said, he's probably struggled because Benitez maybe wasn't the right manager for him, uh, played him uh, out of position uh, and all that kind of stuff and sometimes environment and you know just the timing isn't right but I'm I'm still when we mention it now and, and, and talking about it, I'm still disappointed it didn't work out because I always liked Robert Keane I think he's uh, he was a, a, a great striker in Premier League yeah definitely was I think a proper poacher but a good finisher and mentioning celebrations before with um with Ray Kennedy um like um yeah I, I think it's funnier like when you think about um his celebration uh where he, he he was on i think it was like i think gary neville had like a program called like soccer box or something like that and he was talking about like his celebration and he said he said something along the lines of every time um i watch a goal of mine i have to turn it off before i see the celebration just because he was quite embarrassed by it which I found interesting because he's, he's he done it all the time, didn't he? Which which which, which was funny, um, but it was quite a, like a slightly iconic celebration because it was a bit different. Um, but yeah, I think small sample size for Robbie Keane, but in terms of win ratio, he done he done pretty well in the games that he played. Sixty point seven one win percentage, uh, seventeen wins, ten draws, one loss. So only twenty eight games, but not too bad. Um, and I think. As goals go, I think the one against Arsenal is, yeah. I mean, of his goals, I think that's the one where he, the most atrocious kit combination ever that you're probably ever going to see in modern footy. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, that's just so bad. Um, but yeah, he gets the he gets the equaliser in, in the game. Um, they score twenty after 24 minutes by Robin Van Persie and then 
long ball or as Arsenal used to say to us, a long hoof down from down the field from uh, Danny Agger and Robbie Keane. An amazing finish on the half volley, top corner, and he legs it and puts his hand to his ears as though to say, shut the fuck up, Arsenal fans. So it was, um, <laughs> it was a good moment and a, and a good goal at least, weren't it? Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Yeah, you know, uh, I saw the goal back today. You know, we came up on Twitter, obviously, as a little film clip. And I, I tweeted it myself. Uh, you know, it's a great goal. And it's a great, you know, the way he runs and just takes in a half volley and just smashes it up in the net. You know, it's it's a perfect finish. And uh, I remember, even if I saw it today, uh, I remember it when it happened as well. When you look back and you're thinking like, oh, yeah, I remember that goal. Uh, so, yeah, like you said, it's uh, probably his best goal for us. And he, in his career, he scored loads of good goals. But for Liverpool, that was the goal uh, and it's funny that you mentioned the kit as well uh, when you when I watched that clip today I was the same you know thinking the same as you like, what, what the hell were they thinking how, how could he even you know come up with that and then go with it and say yeah let's go let's, <laughs> let's go for that kit so but yeah uh, anyway um, like I said before I, I wish I wish it would have turned out uh, like a different story for Robert Keane in the Liverpool shirt yeah I think it's one of them that when you, whenever you talk about them online it's like people are like, like basically saying what we're saying. We it, we wished it would have worked a little bit better. So it is. I think everyone's on the same page with that. Maybe apart from Rafa, who obviously decided that he wasn't good enough. Which is it's still I'd still love to know the full reason behind that. Uh, but yeah, let's move on to another player who joined on this day in 2019. So four years ago, obviously still here as well. Harvey Elliott signed for. I think it was like four million from Fulham after like a tribunal, um, but yeah, he's still still only twenty, still still very very young. So far, he's played sixty six games, got six goals and three assists. Um, but yeah, it's it, I think in terms of like uh, stories being complete, his is only just starting. Still, albeit like being at the club for four years is a long long time, but he's still got. Hopefully, ten plus years to of his Liverpool career to to write. But in terms of being at the club, he's he's been part of the squad that have have won everything. Um, in terms of win ratio, sixty point six one percent, forty wins, eleven draws, fifteen losses. I imagine most of them losses came in the middle of last season when we were absolutely a pile of shit. Um, but yeah, a good player, and I think one that's still. Split opinion, I think, as well on on Twitter. I think people, the people who like want him to do well, and there's people who just think he's not good enough, or we don't know where he's going to play. And I can see both sides of it, but I think in terms of talent and um, 
being very young and being, still being able to be moulded into position, I think he's he's I think he's ideal for us. Yeah, I agree, uh, and I I also know that you know it um, on Twitter and people having their opinions is it good enough? Um, you see, you know, we was this big talent coming to Liverpool back then, uh, four years ago, when you know all the rumours about him. Uh, even Real Madrid wanting him, you know, he's one of them wonder kids, if you like. But it probably hasn't turned out the way that people saw from the start. And obviously, he was on loan at Blackburn, did really well. But it's a big jump from the Championship to the Premier League, and especially playing a, in a club that is always aiming for the title and at least top four to get Champions League football. You know, it's a it's a different story. But I think, you know, it's the same with Curtis Jones. We we need to have patience with some players like, you know, Klopp, trust him. He has played loads of games for us and he's still only 20, like you said. You know, I used to think that even if we bought great midfielders now, they come in like McAllister and Zobersly and it might be someone more. Like, just, you know, it's good to have them young players there to be able to come in and do a job when when needed and also give them, maybe take the pressure off them as well. Uh, so they don't have to be the ones that always should, you know, be there and provide the the the, the great games and the great performances for us, even if we always want them. But you know, to give them pay, to give them uh, time and have patience, like we did with Curtis Jones, I think is key. And I think you know, Harvey Elliott, he might not be the quickest one, but he's got good technique. You know, he's he's good with the ball. I think he has a good football brain, but he has time to keep on developing it. So, I just think it's good to have one of them kids in the team that also you know supporting Liverpool really wants to be there playing for the shirt. So, I, I will give him at least you know a couple of more seasons before I. Really Really, really judge him because, like I said, it's only twenty. And today, I know we judge players very quick, and you know if they break through really early as well. But some players just need a time, and I think you know he got the skills. He already proved that he wouldn't be in Liverpool uh, after four years still if he wasn't good. Uh, and I think you know Klopp trust him and his progress. So I just leave it at that and just hope he can develop. And uh, I look forward to see what he can do in the Liverpool shirt in the future, and it, obviously the coming season. Yeah, I think I'm being a Liverpool fan definitely helps as well um, because, like you said, he's willing to hopefully run through brick walls for for Liverpool and um, hopefully this season as well. As a, I think this one's a. I think we say it every season about every player because it's just it's something that people say now. But I think this season is a is a quite a big one for Elliot and and Jones as well, just to kind of see if they can kick on from yeah to the platform that they gave themselves last year. So it's going to be interesting anyway. Hopefully, they, hopefully they can and do well for us. Uh, and let's finish off with a bit of a bit of a funnier one. Not really that serious, but <laughs> yeah, on this day five years ago, Jordan Shakiri scored his first Liverpool goal in a friendly, but it was against United and we batted them four one in Michigan. Um and it was an overhead kick. And yeah, I just think when I think it's happened before when Liverpool have played in like pre season tour in America. I, think it, I remember the Risa one where Risa scores a free kick against Celtic, I think it is. And like the commentators like screaming like, release the Kraken. And just like I think the commentary helps, but it's still the Risa goal was amazing. I think the Shakiri one was similar with like to score a goal like that. It was like the perfect way to um kind of endear himself to the Liverpool fan base. And I think still I still think he's probably underrated by by most by how much impact he had when he was um at the club, but that that goal was just, a, I suppose, a nice sign of things to come. Yeah, I, I remember actually. I, I was with a, a mate that I worked with at, um, at that time, um, 
uh, and we were actually in Gothenburg together and he's a Liverpool fan as well but we were actually at uh, uh, through work we were at the Man United supporters meeting <laughs> because and they said you know we play Liverpool tonight as a presence of friendly do you want to come you know you know have a couple of pints and food because they they were good guys you know even they support the Man United so we said yeah let's let's go and you know just enjoy and hang out and Obviously, that goal was amazing because uh, it was only me and my mate who celebrated it, you know, uh, uh, together with probably, I don't know, 40, 50 Man United supporters. So uh, that was a good, good night. And I remember it uh, because of that. And then obviously, like you said, uh, Shadan Shakiris, I agree, he's underrated. I think he had great impacts when he played for us, like when he came in and scored twice against Man United as well uh, in the Premier League. You know, when I thought, you know, he could play in different position, he, he's got great work rate he's he, you know he's a foot he has this funny body like short and really strong you know and his you know calves were fucking like my i don't know what do you call it like thighs it's you know uh, the biggest calves i've ever seen <laughs> but you know as a football player i thought he was i thought he was actually great it wasn't the like the world class the best but i thought he just had so many skills that i really enjoyed so you know uh when he left i thought maybe it's time but at the same time i, I sometimes miss him because he could play in so many different positions you, you knew that he could strike a ball like from distance or a free kick and he could cross balls and he got great technique and he was strong and stuff like that so sometimes you just need them them kind of players just to bring them on and you know something new will happen in the game so yeah but i remember that goal very 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 well yeah, I think he had some great moments. Like, I always think of the uh, Barca game, balling for Genie's ever. Yeah, of course. Yeah, just moments like that where you like, yeah, delivery from set pieces and just um, ability to create something out of nothing. I think he had he had that as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Shaq. What was it? Power, power Cube. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Love that nickname. Um, but, yeah, that, that covers on this day for 28th of July. We'll try and do another one tomorrow if there's any juicy stuff going on. If not, we might we might not. Um, but, yeah, as always, nice one, everyone, for listening. I really appreciate the support, as I always say. But, yeah, just want to reiterate it again. I really do appreciate it. And, yeah, as always, thanks to Christian. We'll be back very soon. So, yeah, appreciate it. Nice one. I'm Jamie Carragher, and you are listening to the Copy Podcast. Podcast Network.